30 metre line, they're going to take it, they're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30, they run for a try now. It's come down to Graham, back to the middle, it's found Minicello, a long range shot from Anastasia. He's got it! Oh, what a kick! He got it! And thank you very much for tuning in to the Irish uh, NRL show. So the season preview part one. Delighted to be joined by the Tash. How are you, mate? All good? Not too bad, not too bad. So I suppose this week, we've divided the, the season preview into two parts. This week we're going to tackle last year's bot mate. And next year, in addition, or next week rather, in addition to previewing round one, we'll also have a look at last year's top eight so before we kick things in just a reminder to all listeners that, that all listeners on the mid-season slump get access to a month's free trial of the athletic i know they don't quite cover rugby league just yet but just click the link in the podcast description to give yourself a month's free access so if you're a fan of other sports it's it's a brilliant resource to have but I suppose, Tash, where do we want to start? Do we want to start at the top of the bottom eight or the bottom of the top eight? I think we, I think we start at the bottom, will we? Work our way up. Okay. Could be less depressing. Okay, work our way up. We <laughs> <laughs> hope so. Anyways, right. So that would leave it with myself to take us through. Obviously, 16th last year was the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Key signings, Josh Adokar, Matt Burton, Tavilo Pangai, Matt Dufty, Brenton Aiden, Paul Vaughan, Max Kinn, Braden Barnes, and Josh Cook. And then the key departures, which look, they were good for the Bulldogs to get off the books. Will Hapoade, Nick Meany, Renouf Atoni, Adam Elliott, Lachlan Lewis, Dylan Napier, uh, Sion Katoa, Dean Britt, and Uffagai Ogden. I think I pronounced that right. Practicing this week, are you? <laughs> Practicing only. Um, their first five fixtures are Cowboys away, Broncos at home, Manly away, and then the storm away and then sorry Panthers at home is the, is the final of those five how many are you giving out there I think the first two potentially um, they could go either way for me I'm not the Cowboys have looked good in preseason to be fair but it's a strange kind of roster setup so not 100% too sure the Broncos which we'll obviously get to later a little bit undecided on them and then I don't give them much for hope against Manly the Storm or the Panthers yeah that's a to be fair bad last three there so I'll go through the start in 13 and then I'll give you my kind of my prediction of where they're going to finish and then you can tell me why I'm wrong because I most like more than likely am but uh, start in 13 or my predicted start in 13 so a fullback Matt Dufty wingers of obviously the Fox Josh Adokar and Corey Allen in the centres Aaron Schupp and one of their new signings Brent Naden from the Panthers another Panthers signing we've got Matt Barton in the halves partnering up with Jake Avarillo and then the forward pack which I do actually really like is Luke Thompson Jeremy Marshall King and Jack Harrington a prop and then I have Raymond Fatila Marina Josh Jackson and I have gone through a starting 13 and not put in a Lucy which would be I'd imagine to be the Pangai Jr to be fair left him off my list prep is key um, season prediction I suppose I'm why 11th 
is where I've put them. I kind of put them in the same category as kind of Brisbane. They've done a lot, but they have a lot more to do. The pack, the pack is potentially one of the more dominant ones in the comp. If Tavita Panga Jr. can sort out his kind of his off-field life and kind of not be an issue this season, and that that is a big if. And if Hetherington doesn't spend each week on match report because he he loves getting put on report, so like that that could be a dominant pack for me if they can sort those few issues out. Big fan of Luke Thompson, um, but my con- my concerns I suppose would be the half partnership of Matt Burton and Jack uh, Jake Averill. Burton could be fine. He could even be a top ten half in the comp with enough time, but there's a lot riding on him, and I would be cautiously optimistic. Um, obviously there's a reason why he didn't play in the halves, the Panthers, given that partnership duo. But I don't know. What would your thoughts be on the Bulldogs? I think they've had a good summer, good off season. I, I'm the same with you with the halves. Like Avarello and Kyle Flanagan is there as well. Like, and he still doesn't have an out and out playmaker. Like, and then they're mm. riding on what's the name to come in and 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 sort the ship out. Like which he only got a few games in the halves last year in the Panthers like he was a run first half as well exactly so he was playing off the back of a proper half out the back maybe getting shaped that he'd normally run on the centre so you don't know he scored a good try there in the preseason game there but it was the same he was running off shape out the front and just took his chance on the edge like so it all depends on that Uh, Pangai Jr had problems again the preseason there ripping his shirt off so I think his problems on off the field are starting to creep onto the field. So anger management is a big problem for him, I think. So if he sorts that out, and the same with Hedrating as well, all his technique, it's just technique with him. Mm. It's aggression all the time, but he just needs to get two inches, four, three inches lower, and it's perfect every time. Now look, the one thing he does go have going against him is he is quite tall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. Well, his record as well might go against him if he if he gets a few bands. Like it just adds up to him. Like so, it's not great. Yeah, I just yeah. I suppose I do, I do think there's a lot of good work done. Like you look at some of those key departures and stuff. Like Dylan Napa first game in the Super League. I don't know if you've seen it. Sent off. Um, good to get him off the books. Adam Elliott. We talked picked him up. There was a reason why he left Canterbury, and hopefully for us he's a good signing. But it was a good look for the Bulldogs to stand it out and look and obviously Gus is in the background I think that's that, that personal problem <coughs> they're together now the couple so I don't think it was two personal problem I've yeah. heard of a lot worse yeah. personal problems to be so fair the, the um, poor people it's a it's a, it's a it's a life decision that and look a lot, a lot of managers would love to see that amount of passion in a player so <laughs> well, that's it well look yeah so my prediction I suppose would be 11th kind of I don't know if you feel kind of similar or worse or better or and with 11th would the manager be safe or would it be pressure still on I think 11th enough of an improvement from Wooden Spoon and I suppose it's probably the the manner in which they finish 11th if they're competitive in most games yeah I wonder what the salary cap is for next year for them like if with, with the lads off the books I, did I have enough to go again or get a few more additions next year you'd like to think there's going to be still a, a bit more of a clear out like a, you'd like to hope by the end of next season they have their ironed on halves partnership and whether that means they're getting rid of Avarillo or whether that means they're getting rid of Flanagan mm. yeah. they're getting rid of one Avarillo's actually contract is actually quite well structured I just don't 
I don't know if I trust either Avril or Kyle Flanagan That's to problem, just run the game yeah. and then let Barton do his let thing. Barton back, do his thing so. yeah. He's definitely a run first half. So you need someone just to control the game a bit more for him. And then fullback could also be an issue. So they brought in Corey Allen last year from the Bunnies to play fullback. That hasn't worked. He's, he's probably going to be playing on the wing. They brought in Matt Dufty who kind of flashes hot and cold with the Dragons. So it's spine for me now. The players outside the spine are, are relatively competent, like so. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's good. I agree with. I, I agree with the eleven place. Like eleven is good, from wooden spoon yeah. to eleven, with the additions and not having an out and out seven or six, it should be a good result for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys, so key ins: Brendan Elliott, uh, Peter Hicku, Chad Johnson. And Tamawi Brown and key outs, uh, Jalen uh, Bowen, Corey Jensen, Josh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Josh. Josh McGuire, sorry. Josh McGuire, Francis <laughs> Molo, uh, Michael Morgan, and Justin O'Neill. So Michael, uh, Michael Morgan and Justin O'Neill retired. So, and yeah, Josh, uh, Josh McGuire was a mid season transfer last year. So, uh, the first five fixtures for them: uh, Bulldogs at home, Raiders at home, Broncos away, Roosters at home, and Warriors away. I'm the same with you with the Bulldogs. That could go anyway. That could be a win. That could be a loss. Raiders. I don't think they're getting past the Raiders at home. Broncos. It could be a win. I can give them. That's two. Roosters. I don't think so at home. And Warriors. I think have enough to get through them like so that's I'd say two from two from five in the first five games and I go through the predicted uh, 13 so the hammer at one Kyle Feld at two uh, Valentine Holmes on in the centre Peter Hickory in the centre Murray uh, Tawalawa on the wing Scott Drinkwater and Chad Johnson in the in the halves uh, props Jason Talamo uh, Oh Jesus, sorry lads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm after forgetting Jason's name. What's his name? The prop. Tamalolo. Yeah, Tamalolo. Uh, Tamalolo and Jordan McLean props. Uh, Reese Robinson in the hooker. Uh, Jerome Nanai and uh, Hillam Lukey in the in the rows, and then Ruben Garrett at uh, Lucy. Uh, and then my season prediction would be. I think wooden spoon. So it's not a good look. Giving the Cowboys wooden spoon. I'm giving the Cowboys wooden spoon. I just think Jason Tamlow can't start on the bench like he did. I don't know what they're doing last year with him. He needs more minutes and he needs he needs to get on the ball more. And after that in the pack, who do you have? For meters. If you went through that pack again, like who is the main? He's the only one that carries the ball. There's there's nobody that stands out to me in that pack that's going to run Cohen Hess gone is he or Cohen Hess Cohen Hess I have him on the bench yeah so okay. I just think he's another one that 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 went to Origin two years ago three years ago and hasn't pushed on from there like so yeah that's fair I don't know um, the half's pairing isn't great I think Chad, uh, Chad Johnson is on the other end of the hill I think He's on the downside. He, he, what he does bring is great organisation skills. Yeah, which, well, if he if if the, if he lets Drinkwater run the ball and he just sits back and, and plays and runs the show, it should be all right. But I just don't think 
to drink wash drink water and Dearden like to come on they're much as much like Dearden did nothing much much at, much as, yeah. at, in the Broncos like last year I don't think he's the answer he's mid he's mid uh, season transfer again and drink water just doesn't hasn't shone through so I think 16th and Todd might be under pressure he's already under pressure I think after last year Um. yeah I would have put them a little bit higher but not much higher um, they did go well in pre-season they well they're two from two yeah yeah but it is pre-season so let's not yeah read too much into that um, yeah probably would have said 14 maybe um, but geez it's not a huge stretch between 14 and 16 to be fair yeah it, they're an interesting one to all the same the Cowboys I think because I don't I don't understand the concept of playing Tam Lolo either on the bench or at prop I think at Lucy being able to influence the game at his own pace he's far more destructive even if he lost a few kgs like like even if he didn't but even uh, just bring him down get him fitter and let him run at Lucy would be more addition than putting him on the bench like your man he's a million million pound player like for the next 10 years for the next 10 years like and the 10 years it's only 2 or 3 years into it like and he's on the bench which is not a good look or maybe maybe they're trying to find a reason to justify restructuring that contract um, and that could be the whole thing around the what do you think of Valentine Holmes going into centre he's on a full back money playing at centre like. who did who, who did you list at full back uh, the right? hammer sorry uh, the, the hammer ham, the yeah, hammer, the hammer. hammer. which look, I'd rather have Valentine at full back and have the hammer on the wing mm. defensively I think Valentine is a better organisation like a better understanding of it yeah I think they're, they're and then he can also Term, so. They're short in the centre though, so I think he, he was in there for a few last year, like so. And they haven't, they didn't bring anyone in to play centre. Peter Hickey was going on the other side, so they brought him in, like yeah. filled the other side. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and Peter Hickey is probably there's a lot of he's probably not old, but he's, he's there's a lot of miles in that clock. Mm. You, you you kind of forget Peter Hickey. He's kind of always yeah, he was always yeah, since you've been watching it, he's been always, always on. Around. Yeah, yeah. I probably would have gone maybe 14, but yeah, happy with 16 to be fair. I'm not going to fight you too much over the Cowboys. There'll be plenty more fights, probably be closest <laughs> yeah. to the top of the bottom eight when you try and slay the Raiders. But look, <laughs> we'll get to that later. So next up is myself, 14, sorry, was Brisbane last year. So key signings, Adam Reynolds, Kurt Capewell, Ryan James, Branko Lee, Corey Jensen, Jordan Pereira, Billy Waters. Why did he come in? Um, Logan Bayless Keith Varches Xavier Coates Davida Pangay Jr Ben Teo Anthony Milford Alex Glenn Brody Coft John Asiata Eaton Bullmore Danny Levi Carmichael Hunt and Jesse Arters their first five fixtures the Rabbitohs at home the Bulldogs away Bronco or the Cowboys at home the Warriors away and the Roosters at home so out of those the Rabbitohs one is an interesting dynamic because obviously it's not the Rabbitohs under Bennett it's the Rabbitohs under Jason Demetrio they haven't overly impressed me in preseason but like it takes a while for a new coaching structure to kind of bet in so the Broncos could shock the Rabbitohs in that fixture Bulldogs away that's a coin flip for me right now Cowboys at home I know you said you're predicting bottom for the Cowboys but like the Cowboys always raise themselves like Queensland Derby the Warriors away I'm breaking the win for the Broncos there and the Roosters home I'm 
predicting a win for the Roosters, obviously. So I'm looking at two at a push, three out of five to open the season. My predicted start at 13, obviously fullback Tessie New. Uh, wingers of Salomon Cobo, Jordan Pereira. Centres, Herbie Farnworth. Um, he's played a bit of centre over the, the, the preseason. And big boy Katoni Staggs, definitely one of the best centres in the game. Halfback partnership, Albert Kelly still, um, and Adam Reynolds. And then four pack of Reese Kennedy, Jake Turpin, Payne Haas. Second rows of Jordan Rickey and Cork Capewell. If Jordan Rickey can stay fit and kind of get a bit of form, that could potentially be one of the best row combinations in the competition. And then Patrick Carrigan at 13th. My prediction is 10th. So on pay on paper, I think they've moved, they've improved a lot. They've brought in Reynolds and Capewell, so they're kind of recruiting from winning cultures. I think the the jump we started to see at the end of last season is not not that Kevy Walters doing a bad job, but it was the the influx of ideas from Ben Eichen four up the board. I think Haas and Stags are some of the best young talent at their positions in in the comp. However, I just have concerns in their strength of depth. So outside of thirteen, if they get a few injuries, I think there's still a bit of dead wood in that club they obviously got rid of an awful lot of it you would like to see them hold on to Xavier Coates but I think he'd gone he'd agreed to go kind of before the turn in form um, I think there's still kind of probably a key signing away from building back to where they de- certainly believe they belong but they're definitely tracking in the right direction is what I, how I kind of put it and where would you put that key signing or where would you look for Oka 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 playmaker like yeah Oka yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be anyone kind of brilliant like if you looked at like say I know he's probably he's just probably gone over the hill but if they got like an Andrew McCulloch that they let go uh, that they let go five years younger though if that makes sense like McCulloch had kind of gone over it he'd been there a long time if they got a controlling hooker do you know who would have been a brilliant signing for them if he doesn't regress Josh Hodgson hmm would have been a brilliant signing for them but and they were they did go after him quite hard I think yeah. to be fair but uh, he's obviously gone to the Parramatta Seals oh um, from next season on so yeah I think the signings like it'd be interesting to see with Reynolds not playing one preseason and still in doubt for round one who would they go for in the halves there's that many of them like Jeez, they could put Tony in, in the halves and they could and they, they could do a lot worse. Do, yeah, put someone else on on and centre like and just play a one playmaker. Um, I think Capewell is a serious sign as well. He doesn't light up the field, but his his just organisation defence. Nothing's gonna go down it's, his edge like that. The centres and him won't be able to handle like especially if like if he was on Stag's side or, or I don't know what way he to line up, but like that'd be a dangerous edge like well especially when you look at the fact that you could have like let's just say for argument's sake Jordan Ricky or Cork Capewell and you on a, and on the edge you'd probably have Stags and Cobo that's that's a ridiculous yeah, edge that's a scary talk and if they're playing Adam Reynolds' edge they're attacking down one flank and <laughs> they're attacking down that flank all weekend all weekend um, but yeah no I think tent I think a lot of good work has been done they've probably done more work, work in the last six months than they've done in the last five years yeah. in terms of well since the fall started let's well, I think the, the shape of the club is a better shape now internally with as you say Ben Eichen and uh, Lockie is there as well as development I think or something yeah. like that so like yeah. the background is and and Kevy is the man for them that's what they're saying anyway. I, 
so they're, I think they're so. back in him like uh, so they all, oh, that's all they needed like when when uh, Bennett left there was a mess in there like with the with the board and stuff like that so now there seems to be a bit more of a of a cohesive structure like which is a club needs that and what's 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 the name sorry escapes me he was at the Rabbitohs oh he went yeah, yeah uh, oh what's the name he's with the English rugby league or uh, rugby union team now yeah uh when it came in that one he talks like that <laughs> yeah I think it's 40 fags a day his name will come to me but he is uh, I think intellectually he's a very incl- clever coach but I think personality wise he's not uh, great and when he went in to the Broncos he rubbed a lot of people up wrong from the off because there's this whole thing in the Broncos of the kind of legends of the club always having their say it's kind of always that outside noise and uh, he kind of was on to a loser Seabolt from the get go Anthony yes. Seabolt yes Anthony Seabolt yeah he, I think he kind of just, that kind of set them back rather than forward which is what he could have done but it's it's an interesting dynamic in Brisbane just with the old the legends as such of the club yeah, always having an input yeah would you agree with Tent? I think Tent but close to eight as well like as in that eight, nine, ten will be very, very tight. So yeah, between yeah, between you. an eight and ten, like you, you'd be surprised with when one game win, one game loss, where they end up. Yeah. All right, back to me. West Tigers. So key ins: Jackson Haston, uh, Oliver uh, Gildart. So the two them came from Wigan, and uh, Tyrone Peachy. So key outs: uh, Lelua is gone. Uh, Moses Zimbay is gone Russell Packer retired and Billy Waters is gone to the Broncos so the first five fixtures Storm at home Knights away Warriors at home Titans away and Sharks away so I am giving them Storm at home that's a loss Knights away that could be a tight one I think with the Knights the loss of their halves so I, I give that to the West so that's one Warriors at home that's a toss up again uh, I give it to the Tigers Titans away that's a loss and Sharks away that's a loss so two out of three so for the first five fixtures uh, the starting 13 so Larry at fullback David Nofaluma at the wing with Ken Mamalo on the other wing Adam Dewey and Tom uh, Talu in the centres Jackson Hastings and Luke Brooks in the halves uh, I apologise for this uh, props again <laughs> U- Uka Tomu Lomu in one prop and Alex Twat the other prop Jacob Twal uh, Little Alex Twal. Twal your handwriting is terrible Twal I know yeah apologize. Alex Twat Twat <laughs> it's the T yeah, it's, an, it's, an L, it's an L Uh Jacob Little in Hooken and then Luke Gardner and Luciano Lelua in the rows and then Tyrone Peachy at 13 Lucy just another playmaker uh, I am going for 14th 15th at a push just because the Cowboys are on 16th <laughs> I just don't see it uh, I just think Larry a fullback he had good form last year sort of breakout season but he wasn't getting enough ball so he needs to continue on with that form this year like and, and really push 
the playmakers to get the ball out to the edges from Luke Brooks at this stage he's either staying or he's either your man or he's gone like next year they have to make a decision it's either he's 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 either taking control of the team or you're packing his bags for him this is you can't be waiting on to, to be that player every year and he's not taking leadership for it it's mad it's mad it's like of the big four do you remember the big yeah. four that came through with the Tigers you had Aaron Woods you had um, like Aaron Woods probably gone off the boil now to be, too, to be fair you had uh, Teddy and you had uh, Mitch Moses like Luke Brooks has arguably had the worst career by staying at the West Tigers yeah Everyone, if you look at the rest of them like they went on they've all origins isn't it except for him yeah they've all played origin except for him uh, staying on Aaron Woods famous for obviously jumping over the huddle yeah, choice card celebrations. I think the addition of Peachy is a great addition. I just think the man can play anywhere. He just a really that's energy. The energy he brings to a, a team is brilliant. Something I, I wanted to bring up when you just mentioned Peachy. Do you reckon Peachy was signed as kind of a if Jackson Hastings isn't working? I don't know. I just think it's very easy to put uh, Joey's brother. <laughs> To Lucy, yeah, put Tyrone at six and then pull in another row from. So you have Joe F F uh, there. I never mentioned him. Mm. Like he's a good player. Like, um, like you had, their pack does have a bit of depth. Like so, you can stick him in. I just think Jackson Hastings the the preseason game. He was the only one playing, and the mm. he had a good game there. The last game against the Roosters, like they won six six eight. Like, but. Uh, I just think Luke Brooks it's either stick to fucking flame possession and get him going or start packing his bags before fucking round eight and chopping before before he loses his value like you know yeah. I mean? like before you're paying him more than he's actually worth do you know what I mean you need to get him out of the club yeah so I'd say 14th or 15th okay it's harsh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find it hard to disagree um, we're getting better on the West Tigers fans <laughs> West Tigers fans crying out for uh those years where they were guaranteed a ninth place finish. Yeah, yeah, they only wanted. <laughs> um, next up, I suppose we have twelfth last season. The New Zealand Warriors, everyone's kind of favourite side for the last two years. Second favourite side, sorry, for the last two years. And I'm gonna regret everything I say for the next five minutes. But key signings: Sean Johnson, Ash Taylor, Aaron Penny. Key departures, and this is quite big: RTS, Chad Townsend, David Busatua, Peter Hicko. Les, Lisa Namo, Jermaine Tanua Brown, Sean O'Sullivan, Paul Turner, and Kane Evans after the <laughs> infamous fold some see you next Tuesday Rizbrand. First five fixtures Dragons at home, Titans away, Wests away, Broncos at home, Cowboys at home. I'm putting them down, it's five losses. Predicted starting 13 of Dallin with any Zelezniak because Reese Walsh is suspended for the season openers. That's why I put Dallin at fullback. Marcelo Montoya, Rocco Berry, Adam Pompey, Jesse Arters. Halfback combination of Channel Harris, Tavita, Sean Johnson. Props of Adam Fanua Blake, Wade Egan, Bunty Afoa. And then Ewan Aiken, Elisa Katoa, and Josh Corrin at Lucy. Um, so my prediction was 15th or 16th um, a lot of experience lost starting their their third season on the road hopefully they won't finish it um, on the road obviously all year 
Rumours that their best player, Walsh, won't last long if the site does return to New Zealand. That's going to become a backstory to the story that is the season all year round. They've invested in Ash Taylor when I would have thought, you know, Shannon Harris, Davida, and Sean Johnson, albeit Sean Johnson has definitely played his best football, for me, anyway. Um, and I love, we talked about this before the All Star preview, both love, huge fans of Shannon Harris, Davida. He just needs a few more years to develop. Well, not even a few more years, but he just needs more time to develop. So I don't know why they've invested in Ash Taylor when, when I read out that side to you, that picked the start outside of maybe. Well, look, I do love Josh Corn at Lucy. I think he's a player. Um, and maybe Aiden Fanua Blake. They're short on maybe stars, and they're not even short on stars. I think they're short on like just good professionals, and um, not just good professionals, but like, like above average talent. So obviously they've invested in Taylor and Sean Johnson, neither of which I would say has played particularly good football in the past number of seasons. And I think if things start to go wrong, they could look rudderless and just be relying on um, Chanel Harris Davida, which is a, a bit hard. I know Reese is magic, and they'll have plenty of big boppers. Like they'll always have big body players, serious pack. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder if they have enough class to win a game when it gets tight. And you didn't put right Nick Arima in your team, no? I did not. No. Yeah, I'd put him over Ash it. Taylor before. Yeah. I was thinking he's... Yeah, no, but I, I... I I gone with Johnson. And oh, I know, yeah, Taylor. but like even um, before Ash Taylor gets on the field, I'd put Cody Nick Arima in before him, like... And I think you're right. I was more... Like, they're their key signings yeah, well, with Sean Johnson and Ash you, Taylor, like... I know he was signed for really a, a train to... Was it... A, a trial train to train or whatever it is and then they sign up for the season like so they must have seen something but it's hard to watch some things and look maybe getting Ash Taylor out of that Queensland bubble will do wonders for him but I just don't know I think maybe too far gone for me to maybe fix him Mm. I think like there was periods where I thought this fella could be the best best halfback in the comp at some stage in his career at the early onset when he said the Titans I think what's in Super League would have done him an old Hastings job and just go for two years and come back if you really want to young enough yeah. like still young go to Warrington go, go to, somewhere just yeah, cat- get some hard cold weather fucking rugby into you and just yeah think. so it's something I'm, ho- I'm, ho- I'm hoping I'm proving wrong but I do have a poor year for the Warriors I just think they've paid money in key positions on low average players like as in we know Reese Waltz is coming through whatever but like I said rumours he could be going then you're left with they paid a lot of money for Dallin Boutenny Zelezniak Sean Johnson Channel Harris DeVita is going to look for big money if they're going to keep him and they've already spent big money in Sean Johnson and look there's not as much as they were worth maybe two or three years ago but they're still on big contracts yeah. and Ash Taylor you can't see you don't like, you can't see where the money's going to come from the same So, so what? Where are you going with that? What position? Are they going to finish? Yeah, uh, fifteenth or sixteenth. I think there's a bit to them. Like so, I, I, oh, I was thinking more. I was thinking nearly kicking the ass the eight. I just think, just the Ninth. way they played a bit. Like yeah, there's some tasty. And with Sean Johnson running the field, like he's looking swole like in the preseason. Like. <laughs> He looks in some shape. Like. Swole. Big boy. 
Yeah, Instagram preseason is dangerous, mate. It is because every year we see yeah, something. It's always really great. Gorgeous. You don't know them ten pictures he took to just get that one good picture, like yeah, flex on. Like, look, there's there's very few professional athletes that look terrible when taking a picture with a serious pump correct at the end of a preseason training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So surprised you didn't get drug tested. <laughs> that good. Fair <laughs> <laughs> right. look, we'll agree to disagree on, on the Warriors. I actually hope I'm proving wrong. Or just looking at the starting thirteen and stuff, I just uh, I just think they need to get back to New Zealand for a period of time to, to regenerate. Just say as well the Puma kit is class. Their colours are the Warriors just, the Warriors don't do bad kits. Every time. They yeah, don't, every time you they just, don't do bad kits. You don't know which one to get. So me next to the Dragons so key ins George Burgess uh, Mbai Jaden Sua uh, Moses uh, Suari Aaron Woods and key outs uh, Matt Dufty uh, Cameron McGuinness uh, Jordan Perrara and Corey Norman retired so the first five fixtures Warriors away Panthers at home, Sharks at home, Eels away, and Rabbitohs away. I'm giving them one at home, which is the Warriors. Away, even. Just, I can't see them. Warriors is a toss of the coin. Panthers at home, they might push them, but I just think the Panthers go over the top of them after 50 minutes. Uh, the Sharks, with the new team, I just think they'll be flying three games in. Uh, Eels away, not a chance and Rabbitohs away I don't think so so one from five and in the starting now that doesn't sound good because I tipped them a little bit higher than I thought so <laughs> starting 13 uh, Sloan a full back Cody Ramsey and Ratawawa at the wings uh, Zach Lomax and Moses uh, Suari in the centres uh, I have A. Mon and Hunt in the halves and then I have Josh Kerr and Jack DeBellin in props, uh, Andrew McCullen in Hooken, uh, Jaden Sua and Tarek Sims in the rows, and Jack Bird at 13. I'm predicting them to go 10th. So I just hope, not with the start they have, but uh, I think ben, ben Hunt last year had probably his second best football year after like, the premiership year they got to the premiership like final oh, they lo- the year lost the, the year they lost yeah. to the Cowboys yeah. like played, any position he played last year he was best player in the, like he was in the hook and he was he was out the thing it's just the defence and the way he attacked the game was brilliant so they just really need him to stay fit like yeah like, well, it was a leg break last year that ruled him out and then he was back nearly he was phenomenal yeah he was phenomenal last yeah. year yeah I agree with that one I think Jack Bird is another one that can play anywhere like he was signed as a centre he's in loose 13 there in the preseason and he's flying uh, another one you hope stays fit I think he tested the field in, in uh, the open market and the contract was taken away from they, they retracted his contract so he's playing for his future like so you hope he'll do well uh, and in the trials he looked he looked fit and well able to go like so 13 suits him something serious like mm-hmm. uh, and then Sloan in the back he's just a rock star he can do yeah. it. He's just yeah. no, I really like him. He is just going to be now. I hope the fans don't get on his back when he makes a few mistakes because he's still only a rookie. Like last year, he only played. Yeah. Came in at the end, like four games. Four, four games, games, yes. 
like you just have to let him for all the mistakes he's going to make for all that for the one little glimpses of <laughs> of genius and <laughs> just able to go like his pace to get him out for more problems like the kick through there for the the all stars like he he was nowhere near the ball he was on top of it like so mm. that'd be one to watch now I can go for 10 so I don't know about you I, I'd agree with 10th but it is a huge if they can keep those players mentioned fit um, they obviously don't have this whole off field drama that, uh, that the whole Jack the Bellin case that has just surrounded their last two seasons mm. two full seasons yeah. so and he could be he's almost like a new signing well full season because, full pre-season uh, yeah and, he, and he's been gone for the last yeah. few years so yeah now I uh, I would agree with 10th but it's Look, it's, well, look, it's a season. Any of these predictions could be swiftly changed after three weeks with big injuries or, oh my God, who is this player? We've never heard of him before. Or the next but, uh, barbecue yeah, at right. home. Yeah, Paul Vaughan was a good man to get rid of. Um, we didn't mention him. Yeah. Yeah. He went, he went early in the season. season so yeah. That was fair enough. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, I agree with you on 10th. I'll give you that one. Um, okay. Next one. Most important side we're going to review all preseason gents uh, and ladies. Tenth, Canberra Raiders key signings: Jamal Fogarty, the prodigal son Nick Kotrick, Adam Elliott, and Peter Hola from Manly. Key departures: George Williams. I know he left in the middle of the season, but I wanted to throw him in there. Ryan James, Bailey Simonson, Havili to the Bunnies, Dynamis Louis, and Curtis Scott. First five pick fixtures. Not even gonna call it the sides, they're all wins. Not be joking. Uh Sharks at home, which is gonna be a very interesting game. I think that's that could be the first fixture, could be the Thursday fixture. Uh Cowboys away, Titans at home, Eagles uh Manly away, Storm at home. I would be confident of three to four wins out of that. I think they'll beat the Cowboys. I think they'll beat the Titans at home. And then I think they will Will I'm gonna eat, eat my words so big? Uh, they I think they'll beat either one of the Sharks or the or Manly, and I think look the Storm. We do usually rise against the Storm, but I don't think this year. I think and is Manly at home? Predicted. Sorry, Manly are away. Oh, ooh. already beaten them, mate. Already beaten them. Yeah, that was last year. Beat them in the preseason, mate. Oh, Beat them at the weekend. Same. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I look. I think we we win three games there. Open, open five, and I'll get to the prediction later. And you can you can slay me all you want. Predicted starting thirteen, John's Nico Kluxter, Nick Kotrick, and then other wing I've gone Xavier Savage. Center combination, and I'm I wasn't fully happy picking this, but I've gone with Croker and Sebastian Chris. Then the halves have obviously gone Jackie Boy and Jamal Fogarty. Props, big papa. Went with Hodgson to start, although that could change as the season goes on. And then the other prop, who in the Mario All Star, he played prop and he played against Manly, um, Joey Tapine, who's kind of been a career second row loose forward. And then second row of Corey Herrera Nara, and obviously Elliot Whitehead, and then Hudson Young at Lucy to begin with. My prediction seventh. Okay, I think a bounce back year gotten Cottridge back and not that Cottridge is a huge influential winger in the league but he, he, he's a solid winger but what he does bring is 
something that I thought we missed massively last year is a good yardage back on set restart. I thought it was a huge loss last year from that point of view. A lot of the departures were, and I opened inverted commas, shed cancer and I closed them. Um, George Williams, Curtis Scott, a lot of drama off the field last year that's been put to bed. I think we've got strong kind of pack depth in terms of you look outside it and you've got um, Corey Horsbar's back from injury. Adam Elliott, I, I like. Um, plenty of pack depth there. And then obviously, a key player I'd like to mention is Tom Starling. So I've gone with Hodgson to start with. But if in Hodgson's obviously his last year in the, in the nation's capital, he has elected to pay for Parramatta Eels next season. If he's out of form, or if he's kicking the toys out of the pram, sometimes I think we're better with Tom Sterling, depending on the matchup. So I think he's a more than suitable replacement, and I like the way he changes the tempo we play. And if Fogarty can just play the part that Aiden Caesar had played in 2019, we're going to see Jack back to his free-running best. I think with George Williams, it was too much of a... Too, this, as players, they were too similar. Um, and then obviously had all that drama of George Williams um, wanting home. So yeah, that's my prediction. Seventh. So we're breaking Come the at, top eight, huh? We're breaking the top eight, and I tell you another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's as far we go. <laughs> yeah, another thing. We'll be one and done in the in the, in the finals. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just said. Yeah. Look, I think that's the based on what we already had in the squad that's the best way to kind of build that squad and how to play it a key talking point depending on how he starts could be Xavier Savage on the wing I prefer Charns at fullback obviously because of how he plays defensively I think it's his to lose more than anything yeah I think he'll always get the first crack at it uh, and Savage will just wait his time we could have a difficult decision in, in, in a season or two's time because Charns is still relatively young in his career in terms of having come through the Warriors and stuff it's, mm. it seems almost hard that you have someone like Savage coming through yeah put pressure on uh, Jared Croker yeah Benito yeah uh, I've I put him at the start yeah Um, had a wretched 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 uh, past year with injuries Um, if he goes I think the obvious choice is I think maybe you push push Cottridge into the centre and repair into that wing yeah that would be kind of the obvious choice because you love to see Jordan rapping it not because he's amazingly talented but he's just entertainment value the, is up there I think the uh, scientific term is he's an absolute shy hot <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah he loves it he loves it and he's great for the crowd he's great for the fans and he look, he'll always give you everything he has yeah. to be fair he just loves fight to be fair so yeah, look, that's that's my Raiders review. But seventh, you in agreement? I think they'll they'll break the top eight. Yeah. 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 I oh, think fair. they have yeah. they have the team. Probably last year was a bit unfortunate, like getting to just below the top eight, like. But um, I think next year they'll go better again. And Ricky is Ricky, like he'll have it out with any player. He'll have it out with the mirror. He doesn't care. Team, mate, he doesn't care. <laughs> like he got as you say he got rid of the, the cancer culture as you say the, the two lads are gone like that were really yeah. causing problems and uh, it'll be a better it'll be a, it'll be a far better and, and settled team this year as much as much as it pains me to say it um, 
I think Johnny Bateman did start a bit of a rot in the club before he went. I won't say it though. <laughs> yeah, you can say What's it. What's it kills me to say? Yeah, just see him one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. The seventh is is decent. Uh, so the sharks. Last side. Huh? The money. Last side. So Maybe something special. Uh, key ins. So Dave Nukin, uh Nico Hines, and Cameron McGuinness. Uh, out. Shawnee Johnson, Chad jo- uh, Chad Townsend, Aaron Woods, and Josh Dugan retired. The first five fixtures: Raiders away, Eels at home, Dragons away, Knights at home, Tigers at home. I give them three out of them. So Raiders is a toss up. I think Eels at home they'll go over the top of them. Dragons away is another toss up, and then Knights and Tigers I give them. So three three home games they're gonna win. Uh, starting thirteen, so Will Kennedy, uh, Cato and uh, Ronaldo Mulatawa on the wings Connor Tracy and Jesse Raymond in the centres uh, Nico Hines and Braden Trinda in the halves uh, props will be Toby Rudolph and Dave Lucan uh, Blake Brady will be Hooken uh, Brandon Nicora and Wade Graham in the rows and then Cameron McGuinness when he's fit will be Melissa and their predictions I'm giving them 8 so just breaking the top 8 uh, but a good eight, I think. Yeah, like it, like they'll, they'll, it's nearly guaranteed. I think I would know this. Uh, if they don't crack the top eight, it's a bad, bad season. Like if they if they get seven, so. like eight, seven, I can't, I can't see them going any lower than that. Uh, I just think the team and the experience they brought in will stand to them. Uh, yeah, the Dave Newcomb's an incredible sign. Yeah, just for his leadership alone, like just the way yeah. the man. Like supposedly he's an animal to train first in the gym yeah. first uh, first everywhere like so if he if great he, fell on the uh, great fell on the axe as well great man on the fucking guitar oh yeah he's got that real husky voice you know yeah he's not great to look at like but you can listen to him all day <laughs> that's it <laughs> he, has to, he has to pull check somewhere yeah um, I just think Hines as well so after the all-star game so before the season before any game was kicked any ball was kicked everyone had this that he's a fullback going into to playmaker. How is he going to kick the ball? How is he? How is he going to uh, uh, set up the team? But after the All Star game, some of his kicks were just like I think a lot of fans had the nerve settled just looking at that game. Like he didn't he didn't push anything, but it just anything he did it was it just easy. Like he was doing it all the time. Like so, I think that's after setting a lot of uh, people's nerves. There were there was a good few questions like but uh, after the I know it's only one game like but I think after the All Star game seeing him mix it up a little bit more the playmaking side of it I think a lot of people their nerves are settled so uh, I heard Wade Graham as well he needs a big season he was out a lot last year with head injuries so I think yeah, he's yeah, after he's going back to the drawing board injuries. and and trying to work on his technique in tackling and how he sets himself up like so hopefully he'll get a few more minutes now because they, they really need him like he's a, he's a serious playmaker as well like he, he's nearly a, he's nearly a third half out there the way he can pass a ball like. if Wade Graham hits the ground running and he's very fit where are you playing him? I think second row the row's like I think Cameron McGinnis there's the come a time 
there's a common time where it makes logical sense to drop Braden Braley and play Cameron Kennis at Oker <sighs> because I love I love Cam I love me some Cameron McGuinness to be fair I think he's exceptional yeah but who can he'll play anywhere for you though. yeah I think like when he came on when he after that was in the Dragons he went to like 50 minutes and then he went into Lucy like he played hooker for 50 minutes and then just run the ball as hard as he could then which was mm. a serious addition like like but supposedly his he has to go for a, a clean out in the knee again so I was surprised that when he signed for the, the Sharks so early against the Dragons he still did his rehab with the Dragons which he's not your player anymore there's yeah. there's that thoughts in your head did you really look after him which you hope he did like yeah, and professionally yeah. and all that but I, I was surprised that the Sharks medical team should have just took him over just let him go and bring him over. There might be a payment think, or something it, like that. I just I think, think there was an issue though in that the Dragons didn't really want to get rid of him. Right, so he signed, he just signed and he was gone. Like, but they, they kind of they kind of had to let him go, yeah. or they kind of had to give him the push. I think. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't really want it because he's just he's top bloke as well. Yeah, yeah. He seems like. No, I think they'll crack the eight. Like, it'll be it'll be the the higher so. Eight, seven, six, maybe, but uh, I think they have too much in the squad not to, to push on. Will Kennedy as well, full back. I love him. everything he Stop. does. Is class. Like it's not, he's yeah. not spectacular, but it just when the ball gets to his hands, it could anything could happen. Like he's a backyard footballer, though. Isn't yeah, he? he's not a like. Is it touch? He's drives a, outside yeah. of structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it just plays off the cuff every time. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Yeah. Well, look, I think. We might leave it there, and um, we'll have a tough task now remembering where we rank these sides next next week when we're just putting every side in. Okay? Yeah, eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight, definitely eight, maybe seven. <laughs> yeah, uh, nobody wins the competition. Yeah, but look, I suppose. Thanks very much for listening, and um, we'll be back next week and then every week throughout the season. Make sure to add the show to your weekly listens, um, by clicking follow wherever you find your podcasts produced as part of the mid-season slump network make sure to give us a follow on Instagram thanks for listening to go, eight points all, played to Kiri, he's down the left, short pass Mitchell, beautiful pass to Tupo, into the backfield, gives it to the next Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.